Hi everybody, and welcome to the beginning of what will be a several parter, the full yep. album review to the full album review to Crazy Bones Thug Mentality 1999. Mm-hmm. There is a reason we are doing this album. I'm gonna say it right off the jump. This one's dedicated to Mr. TK who on over 10 occasions requested this album over the last year, <laughs> which I say with admiration because, yep. A, comments are points, and that's very good for us. And <laughs> he evidently really wanted us to talk about Crazy Bones Thug Mentality 1999. And I respect that dedication. I respect that, you know, coming back on review after review like yep. that. Like, it's really cool. Like to stick, On top of that, to stick around for a year or so yep. you know like that's real cool i'm pretty sure you came around when we did the art of war review but i just wanted to say kudos to that so so thank oh, yeah. you and uh yeah let's we'll get into it real quick this is the classic quest podcast this is the show where we go through classic albums through hip-hop talk about them track by track a great example of this would be crazy bones album thug mentality 1999 yep my name is Roy. i am your lady friend bonnie and yeah, uh, before we get into it, we do want to read our favorite comment from last week's <laughs> video. What did we talk about last week, Miss uh, Miss Your Lady Friend Bonnie? Well, we did uh, the Beastie Boys. Uh, Paul's Boutique. Oh, wow. Okay. Was I was like, boutique. wait, I blanked on it. I was like, wait a second. It's, it's yeah, Paul's, it's Paul's boutique. boutique. Yeah. And on that, we had a fantastic com- comment from Mr. Scribble, yep. official. And I love this comment, and it really made me <laughs> laugh a lot. And I felt it while she was... I felt it myself. Yep. Um, I mean, I felt it too. Bonnie? We get it. The Beastie sound white, lol. We get it. Yeah. Just yep. had to be said. Um, I'm just here to remind everybody. And in case you want to know what we're talking about, check out that review. On that note, thanks for the comment, and we will get into it real shortly. Before we do, just special thanks in advance to the patrons, the supporters. Uh, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prada, Jonathan Brown, CJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, Connie Sparks, uh, and Scribble. Same Scribble. Yep. Um, Hey, Bonnie, let's plug that keyword one more time as we start. What uh, album are we talking about today? Uh, We are doing Crazy Bones, Thug Mentality, 1999. Cool. So this is the part of the show. And this came out April 6th, 1999. Yeah. This is the part of the show where we like to break down and contextualize just our familiarity with the artist because especially a great example of when we learned how important it was to be real real about how familiar we are with the artist is there was this once upon a time when we talked about and it was like episode like 13 or 14. This is episode 150 or no 120 something. Anyway. It's, We've it's, been at it for a while deep now. deep in now, over a couple years later. So like episode like 13 and one of these like early ones. And I was like, I studied the bone and I'm a cocky little dude over here. And I, <laughs> I, was like, I took I a beating in the comments. I took a beating in the comments. It was poof. Now, to be fair, that video has like 117 likes to like only like 20 something dislikes. So evidently people seem to like it it's in the yeah. top 10 videos on this channel so if you want to see us talk about uh east 1999 that would be an uh, opportunity for you to have a good giggle yeah. i assume it'll be like real different than this review is i guess yeah. what i'm trying to say and uh in pr- after that i was like i can't we can't talk about bone thugs again without <laughs> knowing more or at least i can't because you know beatings and all yep uh so i watched the art of war documentary we we like, did the album review we did not take a beating in the comments yeah Woo! 
progress uh this is a great album though like seriously art of war is like i think it might be my favorite double disc i've I've heard honestly in terms of double disking it might be art of war um super fantastic in my opinion uh i've been a huge fan of bone thugs for a long time Mm -hmm. even if i grandiosely grandiosely pretended i knew more than i did once upon a time but like I've always been into the tricky fast flows and, and shit. So, like, I remember, like, being younger and dudes like, yo, I challenge you to learn, handle the vibe. And I'm like, so I wanted to get rid, fuck about my side, I'll pop it off to the pen as soon as I finish my business. Like anyway, I was probably not as good as I hoped it sounded. But, <laughs> like, anyway, I, like, learned these tracks and whatnot. Like, for real, um, Notorious Thugs, in my opinion, is, like, one of the coolest freaking tracks. But like, it was always, like, singles and whatnot. And, I like, I, I kind of learned about the Bone Thugs at a time when, like, I kind of was in that ignorant phase of hip-hop fandom where, like, you take things a little too literally and you come off, like, with a misunderstanding of the greater purpose and message of what these guys are actually about. So, let's say I didn't fully understand the messaging. Yeah. Then we did these album reviews. Now I get it a little bit more. Um, I say all that just because I, I really like Crazy Bone because he fast yep and he's got that voice right like he did like so many of the hooks on art of war so many memorable tracks in my opinion yeah um and we'll continue going because i want to talk about ecstasy and that's i believe on the album after art of war and ecstasy is just a fucking fun song um i may have been on a substance similar to the title of that song while listening to it one time in my life just Honestly, just because the song's called Ecstasy, and anyway, uh, so like that's how, that's how like it, you know, me and Bone. Thugs well, there's trans- one time because Eric Clapton wrote a song about heroin. Is it in cocaine? <laughs> Doesn't need a kid for Anyway, she can't even sing anymore. That's copyright infringement. Anyway, um, it's crazy what's gonna happen in terms of copyright. We got I don't even know, man. It's gonna be scary then. I digress. Um. Yeah, Crazy Bone's dope. Um, so, like, what I saw about this project, um, Crazy was saying how, like, a lot of these songs um, were, like, stuff that the other people just didn't have interest in, in from, like, the Art of War sessions. Like, he ended up writing, yeah. like, 150-something songs for this album. Just crazy. Like, ridiculous amounts. And, <laughs> man, the feature list alone, it's just crazy. Um, so, like, you, Crazy Bone, crazy. <laughs> but, like... It's just, it's, it's pretty, name. like, I love that idea, right? So, like, you can just imagine, like, Art of War, from what I understand, is not, like, the simplest time of life as the drama with Busy Bone and, and whatnot. And I might be wrong here on my timelines, but I believe that's when the drama with Busy Bone starts to pick up, like, yeah. the reason Busy... So that's why he went to jail or something, right? Uh, I don't know about that. I know that, like, on the, the cover of Art of War, he didn't have the face paint like the other ones because he just didn't show up because he was having money issues and, like, he just wasn't being, oh, like, like, a, okay. maybe a it, team player. Maybe somebody else. So, and we're on the other hand, it kind of felt like Crazy was, like, going in the full 180 and, like, taking it a la Max all about, like, the music. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of sounded like, from what I read that crazy had like been like in the studio shit was being recorded whatever he'd do his thing they didn't like the song he's like fine fuck it put it in the corner put it in a corner and basically like in a sense started the process of this project uh during the art of war sessions and just kind of like i guess moved on there was drama within the group and kind of it sounds like he was like you could just like see like he just had like papers everywhere and he was just writing like 10 songs at once and like i don't know it's just crazy the work ethic like it makes me feel lazy 
and I put out like we put out like 240 videos last year, and I feel lazy considering what like Crazy Bone did here, you know, yep. like lazy, <laughs> uh, not like Lazy Bone. Lazy Bone's a different conversation. He's super <laughs> fly too. Yep. Um, I digress. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this project, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. But when I looked at the. <laughs> I did not know what the track list. Yeah, I when agreed. I looked at the track list, I was like, are you kidding me? In like November, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do it in January. You've been asking. And then oh, I looked crap. at the track list like two <laughs> weeks ago and I was like. So and yeah. it's not on Spotify? No. So <sighs> the worst. First will problems and privilege and all that. Right. But honestly, it's not. I have to use YouTube. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so we but don't. The cover is just like. Hold on. Just to let you all know, we're going to do like part one and, and two now. And then three and four will show up at some point. Cause we'll like, get there because we'll cause have like, it done. But we also got to, you know, other. Anyway, this is a lot longer. It's a long album. Yeah. Truly, truthfully, maybe two weeks. We don't know. We, I'm just letting y'all know. You'll you'll get you'll get them as they come. But you'll we're not we're committed. We started. I can't not finish it at this point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the cover is green. It's but okay because you have to think about it. The Matrix. As if you were like 1999. The you know, Matrix. Like, like like the Matrix. Wait, you when know, did the like Matrix come out? you know, like it just makes me think of like Spy Kids. It also makes you think of like like it's very trendy. Like a lot of people were doing this kind of thing with like the oh, lasers shit. and the green squares or the whatever. Matrix came out like a week before this album. Yeah. And so and it also kind of like makes me think of like Y2K, like like that sort of like very digital like 1999 was like everything was so digital and futuristic and like you know we were going into 2000 it was like a whole new you know millennium and everything so it just kind of feels like that and like he's like a bad guy and he's just like it whatever is absolutely the most dated shit ever it looks like um an arnold schwarzenegger yeah yeah yeah, yeah. shitty action not a good one like a shitty action <laughs> movie I don't like the Terminator like four or something. And I don't like and I bet like but on the other hand, like if, if I'd seen this back then, this was fire. Yeah. And maybe to a lot of y'all watching this is fire and this is the moment where we get the dislike, that's okay. This is me looking at this twenty one years later almost going, You do yeah, it's dated. It's not a bad cover. It still works. It's still good. He still looks like, you know, looks, you're going to get, like, thug mentality, you know? He kind of looks like a and dad. And it's 1999. It's he makes me think like he's a dad. No. Yeah, I'm looking at him right there. He's kind of got, like, like just dad vibes coming off of me from that. I don't nah. know. Maybe I'm misreading it. Yeah, he's, he's bad vibes, not dad vibes. I'm feeling dad vibes. Nah. It's okay. It's okay. That's enough. I love the um, the title, though. Thug mentality, 1999. Just because you know, thug mentality. This is how we are, putting mm-hmm. it down to mantras of what we're going on. But I also like that he dates it, making it also feel really dated, but in a way where it feels more like this is a time capsule. Yeah. So as much as it might sound like I'm condescending with my dated comment, it's accurate. But I also think it makes it cool because you're kind of like gonna go look at a piece of history going through this project now whereas maybe it was the fire shit in 99 uh the critics from what i saw gave this a lot of three on sixes with pretty much across the board the same comment this would have been good if there were half the songs (laughs) yeah which i think is honestly reviewers kind of being a little lazy as a reviewer whenever we are like that like you're 
guarantee you the second half of this review, like way down fucking track 36, <laughs> is not going to have the same passion as track one. And maybe as a fan, though, and I just like just as an idea, mm-hmm. like as a fan, this comes out and you get 38 tracks and you can listen to it at your leisure whenever you want. It's probably a way better experience than say a reviewer who's got to ban that motherfucker out within a few days right because of deadlines so when you listen to a 38 track project on deadline mode it actually sucks by comparison to like like i saw a lot of commentary like you have to you can't listen to this in like one listen and like i didn't read their feedback on whether the album was like good or not right because everyone was super top level on what i saw but it was a lot of commentary just on the length and i'm i'm really bamboozled by why that in and of itself is a a negative thing because from what i've heard it's pretty well structured to be like if you're on a long car ride and you're going to be driving like five hours you know what this album really can work and you're gonna feel like a badass the entire time so just like anyway i'm curious about your thoughts because my thoughts are all fucked right i've basically (laughs) chain listened to music with deadlines for the last like fucking three years so i have a terrible opinion i go 38 (laughs) songs goodbye video games this weekend like that's what happens right oh i'm never gonna read like oh my gosh no sleep like those are the thoughts that go through my head it's not like "Mm, great like i mean yes when we listen to the music it's a different thing but i'm just curious because this is one of those things i can't really google y'all are fans i'm in this weird reviewer music like i'm a fan but you know we're literally creating content off of this content in a legal way because we're not playing clips anymore i digress um would you like to start we're gonna probably do like nine or ten songs in part one i don't know yet we'll see how long it goes but we're gonna start with the intro thug invasion let's do it all right bonnie how do you feel about the intro thug invasion from the classic banger of an album thug mentality 1999 by mr crazy bow well um, I mean, it's good. It's like a, it's like it's him giving like a, a motivational speech about, about you know kind of. I believe it's Commotion who's giving the speech. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, I just assumed it was him. I'm not gonna lie, that's just genius. If it's wrong, I'm blaming genius and me not googling on this one. Mm, okay, well, somebody is giving a motivational speech, and it sounds like, uh, you know, it's sort of about like like survival on the streets and like you know what you have to do and like it's war out there and like you know and it's he's talking with the same sort of passion and he's crazy and commotions the guy also anyway oh maybe whatever he's talking with sort of like the same passion and like and um i was gonna say commotion um (laughs) and uh, like energy as like maybe like i don't know terminology here a general sergeant whatever who's up up top and like tells you to go into war and is like giving you like the speech like you know give it your all boys you know and um so it's basically that sort of thing um, and then it kind of switches over and it starts with like this like really like smooth beat and it's so nice and it sounds cool and it's like it's nothing wild but it's a good intro and you know it kind of like sets you up for like what's about to happen and you know you kind of get a taste of, of some of the music that you're going to be hearing and you know kind of says you know like it's it's war and it's it's a battle and uh, you know you know he's just a soldier. So I gave it a, a 4.4 on 5. 
I love the triumphantness of like this beat, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you you picture a dramatic flair, and I love that, like, cause it it shows how serious Crazy Bone like took this project, right? This isn't just an album to him; it's almost like a mission statement, like his personal rally cry, and you feel the rallyness to it, and it's like you know, fall in line. You know, there's a time where we got to stand up and fight for what the fuck we want. And that time is now. And you're just like, you hear the preparation for war. And it's like, it feels like it's a war against the corruption, the snakes, like anybody. Like, this is like the, yeah. like a rally cry for the real ones who are just trying to do what's proper, you know? Um, and it's not like, it's super denser anything complex it's, it's more like to the point where it's like it's so direct it's like and i say we burn this motherfucker down suit up strap up protect yourself for war now my people's rolling me with me let me see you pull your motherfucking gun out people's just that scared this time is not for you to run out you know get the fuck out whatever and then you know they're kind of got the hype dude kind of rolling through some of us are not coming back and some of us will live on but if you live you represent the real and you tell them we died strong you're just like fuck man and what i like about it is that conviction right like evidently as we're going to get into the various topics on this project Mm -hmm. this is meant to be like a do or die moment but like there's a i don't feel like you hear this level of conviction very often for like something bigger like it's not necessarily about crazy bones personal success it's almost like his people are going through a struggle yeah and he wants to take charge and do what he can to lead his men to freedom or a better life understanding the casualties that will come understanding it and then uh, until we have victory over those who oppose the motherfucking thug and then especially police and then i love when he gets into the singy it's like you know kind of about shooting the cops and it's like it's not it sounds beautiful it sounds so gorgeous and and serene as it's like again a rally cry against you know a racist authority system and like a bunch of bullshit and so right off the jump i thought it was was super cool and while listening to it as individual tracks on youtube it's a trash experience when you do there is uh, i linked below the version of the album that's like completely just streamed together and the way these songs flow into one another is just seamless it's just amazingly well done the mixing is pretty incredible the beach just built up nice and it's like i forgot how much i liked art of war honest because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really listened to much of it in a while I, I mean i've saved like a few songs off of it and she i listened really to them freaking like likes body rot um <laughs> and like first of the mods and like i mean mo murder like i like all those songs those guys are more on the the east 99 album but like just more the the general sound of art mm-hmm. i feel like it's super similar to this project because they're kind of at the same time yeah and it just reminded me how fresh that sound was to me. Um, either way, 4.5 on 5. I really, really dug it. Yep. And I did say I like them fast raps. So let's get into Heated Heavy. And I really, I just, I love it, man. Like, just the, the way that beat kicks in and you're just like, oh, what's going on here? It's got, it's like there's a certain sound that just, like, elicits yep. pure, like, 
you cannot sit the fuck still to that shit. Like it, it, it just like we listen to it, you know, between, um, you know, just a kind of like give a, give a good refresher. Twenty seconds. That's that shit when it cuts and all of a sudden we're over there. <laughs> um, and like the second it plays, you're like, mm, mm, mm. like you're going, your head's going, you know, like. Oh, but it's just I love it. The intro just pumps up, and it's just like it, it, cause like he just repeats it for a while, like running with the AK forty-seven bucket. He did every love the way I'm gonna. I don't know it that well, but like just that tone, that tempo, and the way he harmonizes with himself. So it's got like layers of crazy bone, and the fact that he can have like the low, but he can also do like the highs and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Like and he does it so seamlessly. Layer, it's almost like he's a one-man bone machine. Honestly, his voice is just gorgeous like yeah, that. Yeah, what the ladies call him. And then, like, he just keeps repeating the running with AK-47 bucking heated heavy, which is just, you know, I could see how people would just be, like, running around saying that line for a minute because it's just so fucking fresh. Yeah. But then he's, like, busting people in the belly and followed with the 357, the automatic will take a get him. People love the way I went and when I get up in him, hit him when I'm really mad and put these people on their ass like an overdose of penicillin. And it's just, I'm a sucker for that shit. Um, I mean, that flow in particular is definitely one that, I think all of my favorite rappers of the modern era have studied to death in terms of how to fucking spit that and the way he just does it. And then when you think back to like it being 99, I'm like, I'm seeing the yellow wolves. I'm seeing all these people that honestly, I just like Jack Styles from for days as I was growing up. Like, it's just, it's all coming from this shit, honestly. Like, I mean, I'm certain there's guys that bone were developed on and shit, but like, I gotta give all the hot socks. I love this flow. As far as the lyrics go, I mean, a couple of lines have a little bit of like politicism, like better show me some affirmative action because I'm gonna take a baby mo coming through blasting an innocent person you turn around and go back as people that cross fires, no lie. So like, it's got like a threat and a warning to the dangerous situation of the war and the violence so and the fact that like there is even that consideration you know to an innocent bystander is particularly interesting as a standout not common thing to hear brought up in a verse that would typically be like this where it would just be more the bullets flying and the war and this and that would just be it so it's like just that compassion that crazy brings to the table in the midst of this hard-hitting heavy verse mm-hmm. is crazy and then i love the the cook like it, and it's, it's it's just like powerful the second verse is i he just sounds i mean the gist of like the crazy bone intensity verses is i got all the guns and you're gonna take all the bullets but like yep. in ridiculously creative ways like stack them and tag them with the 44 magnum get up inside hit the spine paralyze them listen to the pistol when they whistle spitting many missiles splitting people to the gristle hit him in the middle of it. like like i never would have heard gristle <laughs> but it works because like that that's what i like about that shit. like yeah. you have to stretch and find the weirdest english words to get your point across when you're playing with that kind of speed and intensity i digress um I don't really have a lot more to say about the track. I'm just checking to see if the third verse has anything like super standout because like to me, what hits me here is not like crazy wordplay, right? Like Mm -hmm. not to say that it's not great wordplay, but it's like, it's more of like what I go to tech nine for this intense flow. I'm just more impressed by how the fuck he can say he's going to kill me with so many syllables and shit <laughs> and how he's able to like bust on through screaming bloody murder making motherfuckers eat the Mossberg you know like just the creativity in how hard he can drill that point home 
with the crazy flows and just the da 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 da, -da, -da and you're just like, yeah, crazy. You just keep spitting that shit over that beat. <laughs> just keep doing it. And then it just kind of like ends, you know, like if you want to get fucked up, you want to get bucked up and you just, you can't help it. You're just bouncing. You're fucking singing along. I never say the word guys, by the way, I personally don't, I like to sub it, but, um, yeah, that's where we're at with that. I get to say five on five. It's pretty fucking amazing. And as far as like starting an album off strong, mm -hmm. especially after that intro pumps you up. Yeah. And that shit just pops you in the face. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is what that is. I mean, it, it like he just spits so well. Like one of the struggles that I like, you know, I, I came in and I was like, ah, like what am I supposed to talk about here? Like I can't imitate the, you know, I can't imitate his rap. I can't do it. Um, and like it's just so like quick and like so it's really just something that you have to hear. Like just his, like he's so quick and so smooth and it just comes out like butter like it's just like melts off of his tongue and it's just so great and it's like you know good job um <laughs> this is stand up yeah and um you know it sort of has like an eerie sort of a beat but it's nice you know and it's, but it's still about like carrying weapons and like you know you know always like you know yeah always basically carrying weapons and like you know the chorus is tight like you were saying you know it just sounds really cool it's, okay it's more than just about carrying weapons it's we're prepared to deal with the war and the circumstances yeah also taking given into the a, circumstances but it's yeah given it and then there is that bigger mission where it's not just like we're clipping randos we're not selling drugs it's life is a fucking war and we are going to die for what we have to like there is still that tone to it throughout yeah, the entire thing uh, i believe it, i would call it uh maybe like a thug mentality mm, that's a good way to put it i'm just but saying like, i just don't want to belittle it down to it's just we got a bunch of guns no no i just mean like they you know but they mentioned that quite a lot um anyways and um i do want to mention it does sound a little bit like late 90s like it definitely has like that like something to it that definitely kind of dates it a little bit but i mean that's fine like you said like we're kind of like listening to like a time capsule but i mean we're still judging it from today's point of view so it's sort of like you're getting a little bit of both um it still sounds a little bit 90s um i mean basically i don't really have too much else to say uh he's got mad skills at spitting it's nice he's really quick uh i gave it a 4.5 on 5. it's also the ability to harmonize absolutely because that does add that element and the fact that it's like he can do it himself I, anyway there's gonna be a lot more of this over the Talent. course of this review because he probably made some paper off this one one could argue and you guys can hate me for this comment but if little yachty didn't have auto-tune there is definitely some similarities in the melodic flow that that dude brings on his quicker cadences and what crazy bone does with melody here and i'm not trying to make like comparisons and mumble rappers and shit in a negative way i think it's really interesting how like a lot of these more singy dudes probably listen to a lot of this bone thug shit and it made them decide to take that more melodic route because yo, you listen to this and you think about some of the more like everyone has to sing rapping styles now and like isn't it because like, like this is beautiful sounding like it's not mm -hmm. a hater thing yep. it's just that was my first thought when i heard this is like i wonder how many people like listen to bone and were like yo singing and rap's dope let's make it happen more and then they couldn't sing so I don't <laughs> um, Ta-da! My biggest grievance with this track is the world, 
the world. The world is very different now for like 30 seconds. Is a, I think it's longer than that. No, Feels I just, like I, longer I just than that. It. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked it. It's about 30 seconds, and you're like, okay, crazy. It's a lot. And then, then the, the world, song starts. The world, the world is, is very it? different now. And then it, everybody wants paper. And then you're like, oh, that's nice. People fighting over paper. And you're like, oh, it's a nice course. It's real good. And when you die, I bet you die trying to get some paper. I bet you would die. I bet you would die. And you're like, damn, man, it's bleak. But like, it's also an interesting commentary on like how people can be. Like, a lot of people are willing to risk a lot for paper, whether it's death or less than death. People will do stupid shit for paper at many points yep. in their lives. So, well, I think everybody has at some point in their, in their life made a you know stupid decision. Uh, anyway, what do you think about this one? Um, I mean, it's it's definitely like a nice sounding song. Um, you know, and basically that money causes a lot of shit that people die over, um, and people just continue to keep dying over trying to get paper and trying to make money and like all of that. And like he talks about, you know, like big hundred dollar bills, y'all. I like that. Um, would you kill? Would you kill them? Would you? Ooh, Would you kill for them hundred dollar bills, y'all? So, um, like, this gets like repeated a bunch. So it's just sort of like reminding you, like, is it worth killing somebody over? Is it worth dying over? Is it like, you know, if you have to kill somebody, is this paper that you're trying to get? Is this what's like the best thing? You know, like, is that what you really, really need? But at the same song, same time, um, you know, because it is this a positive song about you know, kind of reminding you that money, you know, isn't everything and it's not worth dying over. But like, at the, like I'm saying, like at the same time, um, he gets it. <laughs> like he gets like the, like the hustle. He gets the need for it. You know, he knows you got bills to pay, you know, and, you know, says that, you know, and at the end he's also says like, yeah, I get it. Being poor sucks. Nah, it's fuck like, being poor. Yeah. It's a great, uh, it's my favorite part of that track. It's just, you get to the end of it and you just like, better make your cash flow, better make your cash flow and make your money, man. Fuck being poor. And Because just, somebody's going to kill you or you're going to, you know, kill somebody and you're going to go to jail. And like, that's that. But like, you know, in the meantime, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's well, better I mean, than being poor. If you look at like the first verse, it's more of a commentary on how unfortunate the situation is. He's got to keep his gun clock because people are going to try to hurt him. Yeah. Um, no time for conversations because people are just tricking to murder me, but I pinned him every time, time after time. Just try tricking me, deceased. No more your life. Friends is usually your foes. You know, you're just like everybody I trust. Nobody because. And it's an interesting philosophy where like, And I guess imagine, especially if you're having internal turmoil within your group over paper issues, it's got to be like on your mind that even like your closest peers could almost, I guess, complicate things over paper. And again, I don't know that much about the busy bone situation, but it seemed to me like he became a serious alcoholic. And again, from what I've read, I don't know the timeline that well. And he was a little difficult to deal with at this period of time and was definitely disinterested in the financial situation with Ruthless at the at the period. And then I could just see how like, if you're about the music and next dude's only about the cash and it's like a job to them, it must be like, frustrating but then on top of that there's just how the entire neighborhood is structured where it seems like people are willing to just stab you in the back and chase that dollar and yep but then in the second verse it's like straight up he's describing a robbery and in a really like kind of like standoff kind of way like 
not like a robbery, but just how it goes down. Like you think it's funny sometimes it can be so quick to do the crime, but you came up and get robbed and shot, but you got the same job, treat your business. So it's like, you know, you might be like feeling away about getting robbed. At the end of the day, it's like everyone's kind of doing it to everyone. Um, sometimes you get your wig split, but shit for the cheddar, I guess we just be willing to risk it. This is a stick up, give up the cash and while the purse dash turned around and put a bullet up in your ass. You know, it's like, so you're trying to rob people, you stick them up in exchange. Well, shit goes down, people get shot. You know, desperate people don't play. Mm -hmm. Me and my people, uh, it ain't all day. And you, it can go to the grave for mere play. People play dirty because we're out here hungry. We just want a meal on the table and a meal in the pocket. You die if you cannot pay for your life. People's is fighting and that's why. And so, again, it's that compassion, right? Like, yeah. this almost feels like a plea to somebody like i guess in my economic and social background to like have some consideration for why the situation is it as it is while also trying to like raise awareness that everyone's like suffering together in this and it, it's just sad but again with that understanding like a willing participant in it because at the end of the day what like choice do you have and I like that honesty and the complexity in it. And just ending on that fuck being poor. Like, at the end of the day, if everyone just had cash, the situation would be a lot simpler. So that was a real, like, nice song. And I gave it a 4.5. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I really like this one. I mean, it's too bad it's not on Spotify because I would listen to it all the time. I gave it a 5 on 5. All right. Next up is our first of many skits. Yep. It's called The Messenger Skit. So in this one, we got our first skit. There's some music playing. Crazy walks in. He just picks up a payphone. He's like, yo, they're not here yet. Mm -hmm. What's going on? So you kind of like, you know, you feel like some fishy's about to go on. Then he points out that the lady walks in. Oh, okay. The setting is some fancy-ass restaurant. Mm, and, fancy. and And that's, you know, it's very fancy. Reservations, like all that stuff. And, you know, clearly they're about to cause some shit with somebody that they're waiting for. And then the broad walks in, and then she sits down, and she's like, I want some Chardonnay. You know, because Mr. Jones is running a little late, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then she's like, do you have Chardonnay? And the waiter comes, and then Mr. Jones shows up, and he's all, like, anxious-sounding, like... She's like, what took you so long? He's like, oh, I was busy. Da, 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 da. She's like, baby, that guy's been staring at me the whole time I've been here. Yep. And then and he's, he's like, like oh, oh shit. shit. And then he walks over and he's like, uh, but does he say like, fuck you, Mr. Jones or sure, whatever? I don't know what he says. I, I have it like. <laughs> anyway. He basically just starts like firing from like a machine gun and like shoots him up. Yeah. And basically just shows how, like, badass This message from Mr. Jones, motherfucker. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Exactly. Exactly that sort of noise. Not quite. For a whole bunch. And then a bystander. My leg. My leg. Because, yeah. like, somebody else got shot. Like, an innocent person. Well, obviously. You're in a restaurant. And, um... That was the skate. Mm -hmm. And it was a good preface for, like, the next track, which we'll get to shortly. Um, I gave it a 4.1. It was very well made, and my enjoyment was just a little bit above the skates that give me a 4. Um, if this was on Spotify, I would not... I would skip this more often than I would listen to this. However, I think that from, like, the art point of view of the project, it does set up the next track... But, yeah. like, it's kind of a couple of minutes of just that. And it's, it's, 
1990s corny. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I gave it a 4.4 on 5. I thought it was fine. I, I liked it. Well, as I'm going to find out in the comments, Payback, payback is, is a, a bitch. Yeah. So, Payback mm -hmm. is a bitch who's on her period, is yep. what I've learned on this track, which I guess means it's a savage-er bitch is what I assume is the point being dropped there. I guess. It's like a PMS type joke, I'm guessing, right? But isn't the moody, angry part like right before the period? Or is it yeah. not so it's not during the period? No. That's what I understood. No, just crampy. And like, I don't know, girls get miserable and shit. So I guess, but you get angry. Mm, I guess. Anyway. But more angry before. How do you, how do you feel about this one? <laughs> Um, basically, uh, payback is a bitch, and, um, retaliation is a must. Um, you know, you just have to get even, um, there's, like, an interesting beat to this one. I like it. It's all right. Um, I like the, there's, like, a clock, there's a clock sound that gets featured, and I like that. I think that that's kind of, like, I always enjoy when there's, like, a unique sort of different sounding sound. Um, also lots of gun sounds, so, yep, you know, it's gonna be a good song. Um, and basically, you know, if somebody fucks around with, like, him or, like, any of, like, their crew, you know, then, you know, they're gonna have to retaliate, they're gonna have to come back, and they're gonna have to, you know, pay back, uh, what you gave them, and, you know, they're gonna do it bigger and harder, and you're just gonna be, it's gonna be too bad. Um, and then the chorus is interesting, um... What you blanks be, killers, payback is a bitch, and the bitch is on the period, period, bloody, bloody murder, payback is is a bitch, and the bitch is on her on the period, period, killer. I'm like, which I find is sort of like a weird, a weird reference. Um, I don't know. I feel like feminism is like, mm, no, but um, maybe it is. I don't know. But it's just, I just thought it was kind of like a funny random sort of chorus. Um... That's it. And um, so for me, I like the song. It's good. Um, for me, there's not really anything, like, new. It definitely sounds very much like, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And then, like, uh, you know, it, it just kind of, it feels similar. But, I mean, I, I think that's what we want, right? So, um, anyways, I give it a four on five. Yeah, I mean, what I like about it is that it's different than the previous tracks that we've been getting. Because... Mm -hmm. I suppose when you look at a 38-track listing like this, your biggest concern is going to be that everything kind of blends into being the same kind of sound, and yeah. thankfully it's not. Um, this one just kind of starts off real strong, just retaliation is a must. The enemy must suffer the motherfucking consequences. Mm -hmm. So it's like you feel like he's angrier here, like like somebody's crossed him, and you're like, I just, like that vengeance angle, like, but it also is well placed because it follows up the idea of that kind of robbery situation going on in uh, paper when you know it kind of contextualizes this violence people are going after everyone but then it has that empathy for it and then it kind of moves it into now you're angry and you're almost like lashing back kind of you know moving it almost like a cinematic style way either way as far as you know the lyrics go 
he kicks in in the same kind of quicker tone um i can't say it's like faster or slower than the other ones it just kind of varies in and out with the speeds which i really do enjoy but he's you know he's off he's in his house he's weird he's chilling you know the telephone picks it up you know hello first nobody would answer me so i said it again hello somebody starts breathing not thinking i hung up the phone people be playing jokes i paid it no mind could have just been my fucking friends and i sat back and closed my eyes the phone hums up again and then somebody yelled at you tie and then somebody you know started shooting at him and you know feels bullets flying over his head and it really like paints this picture of like people trying to clip him and then he kind of you know gets out of the situation and he starts to like consider who came for me called up his people get ready to go in and if you do not come for what when the fuck you come here for and then uh comes back into that chorus where it just kind of shows out that payback's gonna be a bitch you know yep and I just thought it was like, I just thought it was really like, his storytelling is vivid. Like it almost like he takes you into the place. So it's like, I don't, I like, I almost like the fact that it's not like super densely lyrical in that regard. And it's more like just canvas painting, emotional rawness. And I think that's super dope. And then we get Bam. I don't really know who Bam is, but he sounds pretty great next Badass to Badass motherfucker. And he just he just sounds proper. And you know, five infrared dots, trail bodies, steel toes, running in your spot, you smoking hot, gather troops, destination be your blot, the stakes is high since ninety four, got your Titus G for ransom, maybe in hand him and let him go. And it's just kind of painting out like the more retaliation side of it. And I think it's interesting that in a sense, Crazy kind of hands off the more attacking verse to the homie as opposed to doing it himself. Like mm -hmm. the general like unleashes the soldier ready to go and deal with the, uh, the situation. And uh, yeah, he just comes in, he's tough. He's going to get the revenge, make you pay for it. And then it just kind of ends out. And then, uh, you know, Bam and Crazy go back and forth a little bit in a little bit of a bridge and then the song kind of just ends and plays out you know don't be fucking with the killer killer payback is a bitch and that bitch is on her period and it just kind of like ends out like that yep i don't have a lot more to say about it except that it's a really fun vibe i feel like it's less good than the other ones but it's still really enjoyable so i'm gonna give this a, a 4.35 i nice. like it um can you give your grade yeah so the next one is Thugline featuring Relay. All right. All right, Bonnie, how do you feel about this one? Um, well, this one features um, a lady rapper, um, Relay, so I like that. Um, and she does, like, the first couple of verses, and, you know, she does a good job. I like it. And, um, I mean, there's sort of, like, this, again, I'm going to go with 90 sound. Um, there's like these like laser sounds like in the background, uh, which kind of, I was like, ah, it just, it just like makes me feel nostalgic, I guess. Um, and then crazy comes on and he's great. You know, he's like super fast, does what he does. It's great as usual. Um, you know, mentions, you know, bone, thug, bone thugs and harmony. Um, so, you know, he obviously is still like hanging out with some of his crew there. And, um, and then the song, the, the end of the song gets like the message for like a wrong number like i didn't really quite get it but um i don't know i guess i mean it's like the thug line so i guess it's like whatever i don't know something to do with that um so i mean it's another okay song it's good there's nothing like great about this one but it's still enjoyable so i gave it a four on five 
I mean, basically, it feels like Crazy Bone was giving Relay her opportunity to shine on this track. And she basically comes through with, like, four verses and then hands it off to Crazy to, like, close up the track. Um, Oh, I thought she just did, like, the first two. Maybe I was just, like... Well, there's there's a chorus in the middle. Like, Crazy has that part where he's like, so you can bring me anything you want to. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Relay comes through and does her part. And then at the end of the song, he does the chorus again after his verse. Um, but it's, it's like, she comes in with like verse one and it's like style one. And then she comes with each verse, like a different style. Like in a sense, this track was like her EP calling card to show off the various ways that she could be versatile. And I think it's to pretty great effect. I think it makes this song actually come off pretty fresh. Also, cause like, I can't say I heard a lot of ladies spit like this in my life. And I mean, you can hear like the more tech nine side of fast lady rappers these days, but like, this is like, she could be like, it's, I'm not going to say crazy wrote the verse, but if you told me crazy wrote the verse, (laughs) I also wouldn't be like shocked given how crazy bonish it ends up sounding right next to him. Right. Okay. Um, But yeah, and it's the same kind of stuff, like, why are you hating on me? I don't trust other people. I'm fucking proper. You know, my high starts, but I really like when she goes, my high starts coming down when I smoke some more and I get higher. La la la, they beat this weed and they set fire. Ganja make me lose because I'm live like a wire. Mm -hmm. I never share a tire. Keep passing me them things. You know, she's she's proper. She sets it up like that. She reps ATL. I don't know. She doesn't necessarily have anything that's like, again, in terms of crazy bars that I thought were like popping out at me. Like, people in your drawers, I rise, but my name's not Maya, and I's a tight female, don't need smoke to get you higher. It's like, it's all right, it's fine, it's pretty standard, but the way she raps it is where like it gets really fun because she's got that crazy high, high, like high speed flow that's intricate with decent rhythms and it makes it like super interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, relay comes back again in the third verse after the chorus keeps it's like shorter verses this time and then i don't know she moves into like my favorite part is when she does her little like bridge thing where she's like cleveland and atl done hooked up the shit is bucked so personal like crazy about to bust crazy about to bust crazy about to bust and then crazy's busts and you you expect him to go like really <laughs> fast and like crazy but no it's kind of like this calmer slow verse at first like you can get high that's my high that's my thing and then he goes a little bit crazier mr sawed off leatherface the name thuggish when i claim and at the other day it also kind of feels like i guess a little bit of a standard calling card verse from what i would guess from what i've heard of him mm-hmm. like i really enjoyed um that's why so many people fall off for flossing and going against their boss man too many chiefs and no indians so when i roll i'm mostly solo and i know that the 404 stay mighty close but just the idea of how like everybody wants to be in charge everybody wants to to like run shit and that's kind of the problem with things is that not everybody can run shit so in a sense he's going solo and if you look at i guess the bigger picture with his group and then he's like now nah, i'm gonna go do my solo album over here while y'all deal with your drama and everybody wants to argue about who's in charge fine mm-hmm. i'm gonna go do my own thing but either way you still got that like you know he still like props up bone thugs and harmony makes sure everything's still tight there and yeah i thought it was just a really decent song with a pretty great beat but it it also kind of hit more of that 4.35 ish frame it's not as, yeah. as solid as some of the other ones that i heard on this project so far it's on the lesser end but it's still cool and i i respect what he did with this posse cut move here wow. 
Well, I guess that doesn't make you a dummy man. Skit. This is fun. Um, <laughs> it takes like the the Candyman song and um, prefaces the next track with this little like skit when he uh, he's singing about taking some breadcrumbs and mixing it up with soap, which I found out is how you make fake crack. There we um, go. And uh, so the dummy man creates a 20 rock to make the fiends think it's dope. And he gives him extra love to make them think it's all good. And they think it's all good. So he uh, rips them off. And he just kind of like sums up the next song in this little skit here in this little goofy way. You know, and it's, yep. it's really nice. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> it catches you off guard the first time you hear it. But like in a good way where it's like, yeah, I really like this. I really, really <laughs> think it's it's a shining part of this album. And I give it a five. Wow. All right. It's pretty like sparse too. Like there's not a lot of yeah. beat. It's just kind of him. But like kind of sounds added in. It's true. I mean, it is very, it's very him. Um, you know, it's, you know, on the beat of, like, the kids' song. So kind of, like, making it, like, playful and, like, juvenile while still, like, doing something that's, like, mischievous and pretty bad, I guess. I don't know. Is it bad if you, like, fuck up someone's drugs? I don't know. Are you doing a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. He's robbing them. Yeah, I guess. Probably not a good thing. But, you know, life's a war on the streets. What can I say? Um, so yeah, it's just about making like fake drugs and selling it to the dummy man because they're just no, gonna buy it. He's the, isn't he? No, the but I think they're the dummy man because they're gonna, because they're stupid enough to like, they're on crack, right? Well, so, I, I felt like he was making like dummy drugs, so he's the dummy man because he's making it. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I mean, see, this is art, just up for interpretation. I thought it was, you know, he's making it for the dummy man who's stupid enough to, like, buy his shitty drugs because it smelled like soap and, I don't know, breadcrumbs. <laughs> but it's just because in the next like, track... Anyways, yes, we will court... get into it. And, um, yeah, that's it. It's good. It's fine. I gave it a four on five. All right, so the next track's called Dummy, dummy man. man. I'm just going to go with... He's the dummy man. It's up for interpretation. It's still art. <laughs> <laughs> the fiends, they get awfully mad, and when they go broke on dope, and it's really soap. Again, pretty sure he's the dummy man. All right, all right. But it's I, corrected. I really as love for that. Huge. Dom, dom. Like, that <laughs> shit's just, the way it starts off, it's really, really great. It's really, really powerful. Yep. It kicks in, and I mean, this is just another one of those like story tracks where you get like caught up in that. You know, he's up in the morning, he's kind of depressed, he has no money, he's unsatisfied, and wants to die. He doesn't even have enough to go purchase a dime. And to clarify, the ad lib goes sack of weed. But fuck that, <laughs> I got come up in my blood because it's the first of the month. And he like sings it so like you get first your of the check, month. Yep. Um, but I like that he like calls back to like, you know, his classic tune. The perfect time to come up. But the problem is he's broke and he doesn't have dope. So the situation is everybody that's a fiend has money now because the welfare checks is in. But he unfortunately has no product to distribute. So what he proceeds to do is get the soap and kind of describes how like it's bad and then he considers what if they taste it so he gets breadcrumbs and he adds breadcrumbs to the dope but it sounds funny but it's not a joke because if you fuck up like this you could die and that's why it's intense but i don't even really understand how the breadcrumbs play into it but i guess it changes the consistency of something of the soap to make it more crack like i guess i don't know 
Unless it's not literally breadcrumbs, but I got the feeling. Like it's, I, I mean, I assumed it was. Like it sounds like it's literally like I got soap, I got breadcrumbs. Put I'm like it together. I don't know how to make crack, but I feel like now I do. Well, it's not like this isn't crack. <laughs> this is dummy crack. But it's like he uses like a cheap and and was it NF and amphetamines? I can't even say the word properly. But like, well, I think that's what they're going for, and it's because he doesn't have the drugs, right? Mm. So he doesn't have anything. He knows probably how to do it. He just no. I thought he had like, um, like knockoff, uh, like amphetamines. That's what he's making. That is the fake. I, I never watched Breaking Bad, guys. I don't know anything. I'm pretty sure Coke's an amphetamine <laughs> of some kind. I thought it was just like some sort of like a, I don't know what, some sort of pill, and then he would, I don't, or something, and mix it in or powder substance. I, 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 something. I thought he was making fake crack. But I think, yeah, you can't just give them soap and, like, breadcrumbs. That is like, the there has to be something mixed in, I feel like. Because they're still not going to get high from that. At least you could give them, like, a little That's sh- the point of the song. The whole point of the song. <laughs> Maybe I'm the dummy mad because I'm just like, why are you doing this? I don't get it. What's going on? Because <laughs> he's, he's making this fake crack or whatever. So I thought there was like, to yeah, go yes, to you're the... going to sell it to like the. So it's like if I gave you a bag of sugar. But then payback is a bitch. So why would he do that? Like, I assume that he's at least going to put like hungry. some, like, just, like a Tylenol or something. He, Throw a Tylenol. He just <laughs> said at the beginning he's broke. She's not even listen. It's in the song. I know, but and I'm then, just I'm trying to justify if you're gonna sell drugs, at least throw drugs. He's into not the drugs selling, he's selling drugs. He's, he's selling literally soap. just stealing. Soap. He's stealing. Okay. He's going up and he's <laughs> get, he says it's dangerous because these people might kill him for it if yeah. he gets caught in a bad way. And then he describes how he hands over this fucking bag of soap. They taste it or whatever to make sure it's proper and the breadcrumbs I guess does something to make it taste not like soap. Or whatever and then he describes a lot in vivid detail in this track and then mm-hmm. he basically gives it to them jumps in the car tries to run away or whatever and then the whole point of this is i am so crazy i'm willing to sell fake drugs that's okay. how crazy i am like that that is that's it that was like <laughs> the point of the track and then he's the he's the dummy man and then that I mean, I don't think it's deeper than that. I think that's it. But it's just like, but I thought it was interesting because it kind of is extra crazy. Like if you're trying to prove you're going in on it, right? And you're trying okay, to Okay, be- hold on. So he puts soap into it. Then I, then I chopped, chopped at me some counterfeit amphetamines. But wait, wait, wait a minute. What if they want to taste it? So he's taking the soap and he's taking the drugs. Shit, soap look like a little dope, a little like dope. So he's saying. Isn't that what he means? But what I picture. I I thought he means to put the soap, he put the drugs, and he put the breadcrumbs. So what I'm picturing is the soap is the counterfeit amphetamines. I thought he was mixing it together. He's making, like he's chopping up soap, adding breadcrumbs, and passing it off. It's like selling oregano as weed. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, I don't know. Why is he going to give away good Tylenol for this? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I assumed. He's hungry and You he's tell broke. us, folks. He told us. It's in the song. We just... I, I, maybe I'm just misunderstanding it. It's okay. I'll, he's I'm just the dummy So dummy man. broke. He's in the dummy man. Okay, skit. okay, okay. We are good. We he get it. He summarizes the song. How he's going to rip them all off yes. with soap and breadcrumbs. Okay. And then runs away. 
Okay. Well, that's what it is. Four on five. I'm done. <laughs> I gave this a 4.5 on five. It's a great and clever song because, like I was saying, nobody goes like this. Like, every. Yeah. I've never heard anybody, like, you know, it's like so specific and so, like, He's you could a crooked crook. Almost picture him actually having done this in his life. And I thought that was, like, really, the way he described it was really interesting just because. I can't say I've heard a lot of people brag about selling fake drugs because that's how hungry they are that they got to eat. But what it's really doing is also contextualizing, again, the need for the war that he's putting through. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Well, I mean, he's happy. He gets money at the end. And that's that's pretty much it. That's how you got to survive. Yeah. So he's just kind of, again, pointing out the desperation that people have to deal with, you know? Yep. And that leads into the next track, which is Thugs All Over the World. This track features Tritch, Tretch, Tritch. I don't even know how to say it, of Naughty by Nature. And I think it's really, really cool. Um, Crazy Bone just kind of comes in, and it feels like he brings his fucking A game for this one. I, like, not to say that. He wasn't giving his A game in the other one, but like Dummy Man was more of like a storytelling, yep. you know, whatever. This is like, I'm gonna wrap my fucking ass off, you know? And then like, too many people thinking I won't bomb back at you, thinking I'm a raptor, actor, think I won't blast this shit. I'm always ready to bomb back on busters. I got my gun, so test me if you're trying to prove that you ain't scared to die. Person, what? Who the, who the thugs? Y'all punk motherfuckers ain't got no nuts. I, I love the energy. And I think what I, th- what I, I respect a lot about his lyricism is that while at a, a surface value level it comes off kind of violent and attacking, when you really listen to what he's saying, it's like people are attacking them. People are hating on them. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's like he's backed into a corner and he's letting you know if you're going to come for me in this kind of circumstance, I am willing to defend myself. I am fucking serious about that to the point of putting it on his mama. Mm-hmm. And then you better like understand that if you're still willing to come for me. So it's almost like yep. this whole like con- the way he approaches it is like it's a, a threat not to fuck with him, which is pretty cool. And then I kind of was I was like Trich starts off with like as far as 50 greatest MCs ever they gave me 32 in response to I believe it's Blaze magazine had done this at the time and then I thought about how like Eminem was saying a couple years back that he wanted to do like a track with Trich because he thinks he's like one of the best MCs ever and how many people have said this dude is one of the top MCs ever and I'm like yeah I get why he's fucking annoyed with that (laughs) shit and then like they don't know how these dirty judge get 30 like you know how maybe it's a little sneaky sneaky how this list actually got put together they must be shady baby not just the stunt the greatest producers and didn't mention kg once the greatest groups of all time stop you crying sporty find a shorty fucked up by not naming naughty and all things considered it, it is a little fucked up to not name naughty by nature there you know yeah um and in general like i kind of i kind of like that aggression like fuck out of here man Fuck you, Blaze, in your fucking list. That's kind of what the whole point of this verse is, is fuck you in your list. Where's the editor? Once you your proof that you're easy. It's like really went in. And then the next two verses, uh, Crazy comes in and he's all right. You know, we making money all over. We ready to come in and do what we got to do. And Tretch is, we are fucking tough. I like when he goes, see, I'm coming like a rhino past the fine hoe. We fucked in Illinois right outside of Chicago got rhymes out the ass so find a lasso 
I can either rap, ride, rush, war, riddle, or wrestle. It's really fun. It just has an energy to it, the way he spits it, and it's kind of silly, but also fucking hard at the same time. And I just, I just really dig this track. I think it's got like a great energy to it. The yeah. beat is super well made, and overall, it's another fun banger. I'm giving a four point five two. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like it's, it is kind of what it is. Um, it, it's, it's a tight song. It's well done. Um, you know, Crazy's rhyming is is great. Treach is nice, and it's sort of like a, you know, there's, you know, four verses, and it's like back and forth. It, you know, Crazy then Treach. Crazy Trage, blah, 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 like that. Um, so it's, you know, very, like, well-formulated, I guess. Um, and it's bringing together uh, thugs from all over the nation. So that's nice. Good old brotherhood. Um, always can depend on that. And I don't know. I like some of the lyrics. Um, now I've done been all over the nation, kicked it with real soldiers, and that's about the paper. Uh, had to be so many of these fakers had to quickly shake them knew what I had to do and like he just kind of goes in and I think you kind of mentioned it um, you know he's gonna shoot people if anybody starts acting up on them um, they got to be ready to pop 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 that nine millimeter um, and I like that you know because it's he's not just shooting once it's sort of like the the zombie land you know double tap you know but he's like quadrupling top tapping um, so it's good. I like it. Um, I gave this one a, a 4.25 out of 5. Um, I like it. It's friendly. It's good. Super cool. So, in light of the way this album's broken down, I think it's a good time to end a part one sure. at this point. So, we just wanted to say thank y'all for watching. Totally let us know in the comment section what your thoughts are, how you feel about this, anything you really want to talk about. Definitely get back to you there. Mm -hmm. Feel free to subscribe to the channel for part twos, three, four, whatever, however long it's going to keep coming. And uh, more reviews, etc. Um, yeah, special thanks to the patients is Milgar Damsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, Coney Sparksy, and Scribble. They're dope. They support what we do. And yeah, it's super awesome that they they help us like that. They get to tell us what albums they want to see us review, and it's always a good time. Yep. Um, I make music myself. You can check that out on the channel or over on Spotify or whatever else, and let me know what you think about that. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you all for being here, and live long and prosper, everybody. Bye, guys. Have a great week.